What is going on, everybody? It's Derek. And it's Doug. What's up? Welcome to episode 52. Can you imagine that? One year. I was, I forgot to get something for it. Yeah, me too. I was like, oh, because it was last week. Um, Facebook was down. Yeah. And that was a, annoying. Like, it, I've seen people going, oh, no, whatever will anybody ever do? Facebook is down. It's like... Normally that doesn't bother me. Well, it's like, okay, I, I understand that, haha, ha, it's funny, but there are actually people, like, just beyond us who do live streams every Saturday. No, it only affects us. But it's like, there are people who run a business on Facebook, who that, this Facebook being up is part of their business. Yeah. They haven't got to the point where they can get a website and everything, and... All that, so it's like, okay, well, it's funny to go, ha ha. I guess you can't post your pictures at avocado toast. But it's like, you know, I dig it. Maybe, uh, maybe we don't, maybe we don't be laughing about it. Yeah. So, I mean, it was down, but we were figured it out and recorded it last week. I felt like last week's podcast might have been a little weak. Oh, I mean, the fact that we didn't have any like feedback and things like that. Yeah. Um. Did I do anything fun this week? Uh. Not really. I ended up picking up the new Mario Rabbids game. How do you like it? It is good. It is tough. Right. Because um, they introduce enemies like almost back to back to back. So right. you have regular guys who... like re Regular rabbits who just fire guns at you. And then you've got uh, rabbits that have springs on their feet so they can jump farther. And they've got the smashing rabbits. Right. Which, you shoot them, they run four squares trying to get to you so they can smash you. Then they take their turn. So it's like, you shoot them, they run towards you. Someone else shoots them, they run towards them. So they're aiming for whoever is... Shooting them. Shooting them. them. Aggro, pulling aggro. And then... Then they take their turn. Huh. So it's like, they get to move like eight squares and potentially attack twice. Right. Um, so it's, it's an interesting challenge. But the movement aspect of the game is amazing because you can dash through one person, right? Take do twenty points of damage or whatever. Then team jump, which means you move on top of one of your teammates, right? And they basically like help you jump farther. Then Mario, I know Mario for sure, can like jump and land on one person and doing like fifty points of damage. Nice. So you're doing seventy points of damage. Then you have your attack. You still have your attack and your special you can do. Huh. So you can attack and then set yourself into Overwatch mode right. from XCOM. And then every anytime they move, you're um you're doing damage to them. So Dang, the one Dan Daniel's watching. Oh, uh Yeah. Okay. So then it's like, okay, cool. So you're having to kind of constantly focus on, okay, where do I wanna dash through? Who do I wanna jump on? Who do I wanna Shoot and then Overwatch. How do can I manipulate? That? Is there a multiplayer aspect to it? Um, there is. There's a slight multiplayer aspect. <clears throat> it's not like strong multiplayer. It's like it's like four characters, so each person controls two. Okay. Um, my only complaint is that your party can only consist of three people. One has to be Mario. One, one has, has to be, be Mario, rabid. and one has to be a rabbit. And so you're limited. You can only then you can only have Peach, uh, Luigi, or Yoshi. Right. As non-rabid players. And then you've got the rabid Peach, rabid Yoshi, rabid Luigi, and everything. And Toad. Huh. 
So it's good. I am enjoying it. I just made it through the first world and everything. Right. Now I'm just going back through it and trying to do a couple of the challenges and unlocking, uh, coin grinding, because you can unlock stronger weapons. Right. And then go do missions previous, so you're doing like 100 damage. To... So now you can get better, more stars and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, something that's been going on this week is uh, James from the Film Slate Podcast has mm-hmm. got a Switch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to say how he got the Switch. But... Which we'll call him. He's been playing through Legend of Zelda, mm-hmm. and so that like him going back through and talking about his experiences, just like how new he is, makes you want to go back and play through Master Mode. I've thought about it. Um, I recently seen the cell shade glitch. Have you seen that? No. There's like a special area. Oh, there's a glitch area on the bridge where you can climb up. And there's a little notch in it. Right. And for some reason, if you stand in that little groove, you can turn the camera and it removes the cell shading. How does it look? It looks really good, but huh. it's not permanent. All right. It's like only like that viewpoint, so as soon as you step away, cell shade comes back. Okay. So there's a big movement of like, hey, Nintendo, clearly like it's either something coming off of the camera view or something going onto the camera view that removes the cell shade. We would like the option to be able to turn that off. Yeah. So that way everything looks a little less cartoony and more gritty and real. So I'm not, I don't want the gritty and real. Well, it actually looks really good. Okay. Obviously it looks picture. like an action thing. It keep, looks really good. Like Ocarina of Time good. Well, I mean, Ocarina of Time. You know what I mean, though. Like, a little less cartoony, more realistic. Looking. Oh, it's like Twilight Princess. Similar, yes. Okay. So I'm like, yes. Um, so yeah, that's really all I did this week. Um, been living in limbo waiting for Destiny. Yes. <laughs> I finally got my pre-order. Good. However... I got it physical. So yeah, and I work on the sixth. Mm. So what I'm gonna have to do is go to the midnight premiere. Yep. Get the game, download it, go to bed, wake up, so I work twelve hours. Oh my god. And you'll be at home going Uh and then I'll come home and be able to play it. Because then I have a day off. Nice. So I'm pretty much gonna have to be like, okay. I need to get everything that I need to do done on Tuesday. <laughs> Cats, feed yourself. <laughs> uh, no, it means I need to go change the oil in my car. Ah, yeah. Because there's nothing... Like, I had to go get my tags renewed for my uh, car. Mm-hmm. And so I still need to put those on because I was like, oh, I need to, you know, clean up the license plates so I can stick them on. And stick then it's raining on <laughs> like cats and dogs. Oh, my God, yeah. It's been raining for, like, the past 24 hours. There's nothing quite as fun as driving home after a 12-hour shift exhausted. In the rain. In the rain, in the dark, with everything glaring around. Oh, hey, fun story. I almost got mugged last night. Oh, I had to stop and get rent. And so I stopped at the ATM and get rent out. Okay. So that way, you know, I'm not at work with over 100 bucks worth of cash. Yeah. Either in my backpack or on my, on my on person. person. So, you'd, so you can't, you wouldn't get mugged. Yeah. Um, well, I so I pull around the bank. My bank is not... I mean, I don't live in the best neighborhood, but, you know, it's not bad. I've been to your place. It's not the best neighborhood. No. Um, so, I pull around the bank. I see, like, as I'm pulling up towards the bank. So, my bank's on a corner. Okay. There's a building, like, a building, the, <clears throat> the ATM, like, drive through alley, mm-hmm. and then the bank. You turn down a street, go up behind the bank, turn there, and then you go down the alley. So, you make, like, a U to get back on the main street. Yeah. Through that, through the 24-hour, like, mm-hmm. ATMs. As I'm pulling up the first side to go behind the bank, I see someone walk behind the bank. All right, I mean that, that 
It's not suspicious. Not really. Now, what time was this? Like 11.30 at night. Okay. So then I turn, and this person's not moving fast. They're gone. So I'm like, okay, they should be like be in front of me or at the ATM. There's a building there that is right behind the bank. Yeah. There's, I should be able to see this person. So I'm like, mm, something doesn't feel right. So I just pull on through the ATM. As I pull in, I look in my rearview mirror. Someone walks out from behind the bank. I'm like, oh, okay. Because here's the thing. I mean, granted, if I had a normal car, I could roll my window down and just reach out, do all the cash, do all that. But because your window is that you have to... I either have to stop the car and turn it off. <laughs> and then step out and close my door. Because obviously I don't want anyone to get in the car behind me. Yeah. Or leave it running. Yeah, no. And step out of the car and leave my door open. Because why would I leave my car and my door closed? Yeah, no. <laughs> Even though I can just you know, push my window through. Wow. So it's like, mm, I almost got mugged. I mean, I couldn't say one hundred percent for sure but that that person would have mugged me, but they weren't—they uh, weren't acting not shady. Yeah. So I was like, "Well, I'm sure if I explain that, someone will be like, oh, oh, yeah, yeah, thank you for not getting mugged.' Uh, did you did you call the bank later and let them know? No. Okay. Because they might have had security camera. Yeah, but I also live in the like everyone looks shady at eleven thirty at night in the rain. True. I yeah. probably look shady. True. If he wasn't on the, if he wasn't on the camera, I'm the only one that looks shady <laughs> because I drive behind the bank and then stop for a second and then just drive through. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's pretty spooky. <laughs> Spoopy. Spoo. Spooky. Yeah. Um. Wow. I don't have a good story for that. <laughs> Mostly. Like, why don't I carry my 45 in the car? <laughs> Yeah, and I pulled out my gun. Um, no, but this this week was pretty boring. I mean, caught up on Game of Thrones stuff. I st I'm waiting for next month when it comes on Google Play, so I can watch it. Yeah, and I can turn my fiance and be like, either be awake when I watch it, or don't complain. Or I'm don't complain when I spoil things for him. Yeah, <laughs> I know that be all. Because my favorite is like casually getting My Hero Academia spoilers, and I'm just like, oh, did you know this happened? No, I had not watched it now. I Thank you. I watched it yet. Yeah. Um, we watched this one. We watched My Hero Academia this morning. Nice. It was good. Um, excited to where they're going, the direction they're going with it. Yeah. Um, I also watched My Hero um, Knights and Magic. How'd you like it? Dude, it's really good. They skip all the faff. Yeah, they really do. They're like, and then three months later, he's done learning, and it's like, thank you. I don't want an episode and a half dedicated to him learning. Yeah. It's like, and he makes, and then they made a new Mac, and it's like, thank you for not showing that. It's like, um, which we'll call Kung Pao at the best, and then some stuff happened. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I don't want to. I don't want to see that. I just want to see mechs and monsters and magic. Yeah. So I watched that, watched Once Upon a Time, fully caught up on that. Nice. When the new season starts, I'm ready for it. Are they doing season seven? Season seven, yep. Ugh. Half the original cast is gone, though. So I'm ex I'm interested to see where it's going. I'm excited, but I'm not at the same time. Yeah, I need to watch season six. It's good. It gets, okay, I will say it gets a little long on the tooth. You get the whole uh, carryover from season five of like, 
oh my god, Regina and Zelina, calm down. Stop fighting every no time you see each other. It's like uh, Nanako from Persona 4, the animation. No fighting. <laughs> yeah. Like, admit it. You know it's true. Every yep. time that she's present, they're like, you can't do this because you're just evil. And it's like, hey, Regina, you're evil too, one boy. Yeah. Not to spoil anything, but you were kind of a jerk. Yeah, especially first season. Yeah. Or it's like closer to second season too. And then there's the whole Bell, Mr. Gold thing where you're like, let's not spoil that. <laughs> well, no, you're like, Will they? Won't they? Will they? Won't we they? are. We all know they're in a rough. Like they're in a rough relationship. Yeah, but there's something I love, and they've done it previously, where they have that nice moment of innocence between Belle and Mister Gold. Yeah, where they uh, dance to the Beauty and the Beast suite. But then you know, like something bad's gonna happen. That's gonna undo all that character progression. Yeah, it's like, hey, well, you met this new villain. It's like, hey, yeah. have you met this new villain? Who we've never mentioned before, yet the characters have a history with, and now, oh, part of their soul to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Or they're like, remember this character? Where have they been in Storybook the entire time? Places. Sort of like uh, Ruby. She just disappeared. Yeah. <laughs> and she was never heard from again. Yeah. Well, they introduce Aladdin. I don't think it's a spoiler to say they introduce Aladdin. Right. Where have you been? Been here in Storybook the whole time. Just no one ever noticed. It's like... Oh, also, there was another show, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland, that Aladdin showed up. Really? Yeah. Huh. It wasn't a long series. Clearly, because I don't remember, because in one of the scenes, they show Wonderland, and I was like, this was, yeah, not really part of the show, like, at all. Yeah, they introduced Wonderland and Once Upon a Time in Wonderland. Like, Jafar was there. Dude. Jafar? Yeah. He's played uh, by, uh, what is it, um, uh, Omar Eds? Sure. Um, he the guy who plays Carlos from Resident Evil. Okay, yeah, he was also one he of the was also in the uh, he was also the Magi and the Mummy. Yeah, it's like, do we need a vaguely ethnic man who can wear have a have a mustache and goatee to look cool? He can sometimes look sinister, but most of the time he just looks like a cool guy. We only have one of those guys around yeah. here. Do we have? All right, this is gonna sound awful. Do we have a? Mostly non-threatening looking Middle Eastern dude. Because okay, you're right. In TV shows, there's two, there's two flavors. Types. Yeah, it's like evil and menacing, or like your BFF. Yeah, and I think I get what you're saying, and I know that's true. Within Hollywood, it's like, well, I mean, you only have like Idris Elba. Yeah, who's well, he was? In, he's in everything these days. Yeah, which I, I'm okay with. He I'm okay, except he's in the Dark Tower, which I hear did not do well. Hey, Sam. I heard that as well. Yeah. Um. Hey, next week it comes out. Are you gonna go uh, go see it? Yes. I will lay down the ultimatum to Kelly. Either we go see it this week, or I'm going alone, or I'm going by myself, or going with you. Yeah. Or, I know a bunch of people from work want to go see it. We're all going to go see it. Because we work, like, next to the theater. Nice. So, pretty much, the law will be... You get first dibs. You get first after dibs. you pass up on it, anybody else's pregame. We will go see it Tuesday, before Destiny comes out. Yeah, because once Destiny comes out... You I know. will not be responsible for waking you up to remind you that we're going out. 
and if you are still asleep by X time, I will be gone. <laughs> I will be at the movie theater if you need me. I will not be answering my phone, however. Yes. And then I will come home, and I will tell you all about it and spoil it for you. Exactly. I will tell you about it and make sure I'm not away, awake alone at night. <laughs> hey, hey, are you sleeping? Anymore. You just woke me. You shot me in the face with a paintball. Oh, good. I'm glad you're awake. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Let's go move on to uh, the YouTube Roundup. Yes. We're doing things slightly different this week, um, but YouTube Roundup is the same yes. as always. I had Adam Ruins, uh, Adam Ruins Everything Corrects Itself. Yes. Okay. I watched that. You're familiar with the Adam Ruins Everything series, like Adam Ruins School, Adam Ruins Summer Vacation. Yeah. This episode took them time to uh, go over some big corrections. Yeah. They, they made mistakes, but they're like, you should be mad. It's ruining your credibility that you're wrong. And he goes, no, it helps build our credibility because we're willing to admit we made a mistake. Wrong. We made a mistake. Yeah, I watched that, and, and I think... I like that show. Yeah. I think it kind of reminds people that... You need to be open to criticism and getting your mistakes worked through. Like, last night, I kind of made a mistake at work. Okay. One of the administrators called and said one of the doctors, their badge didn't work. And so, like, they're like, can they park right in front of the, you know, the building and, you know, they'll come and grab their car in a couple hours. Yes, that's fine. Okay, how are we going to fix this badge? Go ahead and email the boss, you know, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And we can work on it Monday. Because all weekend, we don't work on badges. All weekend. Okay. So, I thought that was the most appropriate course of action of, I'm not going to say, yes, please, let me bend over backwards for a doctor. Person. Because doctors do that. They they are the uh, fighter pilots of the hospital. Okay. That they believe that they are God's gift to the world. I think, like, um, I can't think of the joke anymore. I had it and I uh, The it. difference between God and a doctor is... Uh, God doesn't think he's a doctor. <laughs> right. There yeah. you go. Uh, but, and so apparently that was one of the administrators. So the, that was what it was. Yeah. How do you know you have a jet fighter at your uh, party? Don't worry, they'll tell you. Yeah. So she called the boss, who I said to email, and was like, I didn't find his answer acceptable. I just really wanted, to, like, I really wanted the opportunity to be like, lady, I would give that it, it, for anybody, whether that's environmental whether that's an RN, mm -hmm. whether that's my own grandma, you don't skip the line, you don't bend the rules. Yeah. But apparently that was a mistake. And so my boss was like, hey, did you say this? I'm like, uh, one, I told her to email said boss. Um, and yes, that is exactly what I said. Own up to my mistakes. Yeah. I mean, it's not a mistake if you've done the right thing. Uh, it's He's like, oh, just transfer it to the supervisor fund. So, pretty much bend the rules. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, I know for next time. But I gave what I believed the best course which, of action was. Yeah. Which was follow XYZ procedure. Sometimes it gets best to follow, say, hey, follow this procedure, but I'll, you know, leave your contact information. And I'll let you know if anything comes yeah. up. When I worked security, it was the same way. I was like, hey. But then like, I was just like, take the best course of action, immediately call the supervisor, then get back in touch with the person and go, yeah. So I didn't even think anything was wrong with that course mm -hmm. of action. True. Because they didn't want, they didn't identify themselves as the administrator, mm -hmm. which is fine, because it doesn't change anything for me. Yeah, so I was like, oh well. Okay, your first one was Springs by, ooh, yes, it, it's, the, 
the genre of music is called Witch House. It okay. is like um, it's kind of like vaporwave, except for it. Of course, yeah, which is kind of like a new retrowave. Okay, I, I, you actually related to something I know. Yeah, well, you can link it to that, but it's more has darker and it's more in a minor key, so uh-huh. it sounds more dark and brooding. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. There's not much I can say about this thing because there's no lyrics. Okay, so it's just like a, a song in a minor key, which is rarely done because minor keys are especially because the electronic music. Huh. Yeah, it's really fun. Nice. Um, with Game of Thrones season seven coming to an end, I watched uh, both of my next ones are Game of Thrones themed. Uh, binging with Babish, Game of Thrones. Yes. Have you ever watched that guy's? Stuff? I watched all of his videos the other day. It is really good because he makes like dishes, movie from... stuff from TV and movies, and makes it into dishes. It kind of makes me want to get an induction of stove so I can do cooking videos like that. Nice. Um. But, like, he made, like, the blood pie, made lemon cakes. Yeah. I kind of want to make lemon pie, uh, blood cakes. Right. And I asked you and James that question of, if I were to get, like, a blood I think, donation I think it would be creepy and weird. Hypothetically, could I draw my own blood and make a blood pie using my own blood? I mean, theoretically, I guess you could. I, I mean, I would like. Here's the thing: I wouldn't serve it to anybody else. But it's still, just weird. What's the difference between that and pig's blood? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just saying it's weird. <laughs> yeah. What like, is this big jar? Don't touch it. <laughs> What's this jar in the fridge? That's my blood. <laughs> oh my! I'm blood doping now. I decided I want to play. I want to do the Tour de France. But couldn't all right. This is gonna this is turn right into cre- uh, like gross territory. Some people have <clears throat> problems, and they have anemia. Yeah. Can they not do make the blood pie when they're at a good state, and when they suffer from it, anemia, eat the pie, and get all that iron stuff? <laughs> and Sim says it may be taboo. So is human transmutation. <laughs> And we shouldn't tell anybody, hey, just hi to meet you, nice to meet you, I'm Edward. Yeah, human transmutation, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was, you seen that picture, I was like, oh yeah, we, we shouldn't tell anybody, but we've done human transmutation. Yep. Um, I agree, it is taboo, but I was just like, it was, it's an interesting thought process because it asks the question, where is the line that we consider cannibalism? I have a question like that, but I'll ask it in the post show. Okay. It was part of my Twitter today. Okay. Okay, your next one was Destiny 2's official live-action trailer. Yes, for the puppies. Yes, for the puppies. I watched that this morning, and it was... Was it the first time you watched it? Yeah, I hadn't watched it. I have a tendency at work to not watch those links, because I'm busy watching, like, once upon a time or something. At work? Not at work. Um, Totally on my break. All approved breaks and everything. Um... How was your Mario Kart this week? <laughs> all actually, that's still on all of our breaks. Nice. We, we plan that, and it was, goes well. I take first place a lot. Right. Um, but the live action trailer was so good. Yes, I felt like Cade Six was a little weird, out of place. Here's why I think he's um, he's not weird anymore. Walk through. We're gonna stream some Destiny today. That's yeah. kind of way to say goodbye. Yeah. Walk by Cade in the tower. He'll say things like, "Take me with you." I'm so bored. Cade Six is having the time of his life. True, because according, to, uh, I think according to the lore, 
he never really wanted to be the Hunter Vanguard. <laughs> and so now he's just kind of stuck in the tower, just like, I'm so bored. <laughs> he is Malcolm Reynolds. True. He wants to be out there slinging guns and just being awesome. I aim to misbehave. Exactly. That's Kane 6. I, I love it. I'm excited for it. I'm yes. going to play as a Titan. Nice. I, I mean, I, I wish I was into Hunter. He's a knight. He's a knight. Hmm, I wish I was into Hunter. I, one of my first characters was a Hunter. But right. Do you know what James is playing? I don't know. Because if he's playing Warlock, I might go Hunter. If he's playing Hunter, I might go Warlock. Nice. Have to find out. Um, but I'm for sure going Titan. Captain America, Shield Bash. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Sam, are you getting a Destiny? I know you're a gamer. And are you getting it on PC? I may actually end up getting it on PC, too. I might get it on Xbox and PlayStation. I was thinking about getting it on PlayStation, because I have a friend that plays on PlayStation. Plus, there's, like, an extra raid. Yeah. It's like, <sighs> stupid loot. <laughs> stupid loot. Yeah. Um, okay. And Saturdays are going to be our raid days. Yes. After a podcast and everything. Well, I mean, more like in the evening. Yeah. So that way James can join. Um, Sam, if you're trying to decide, and you do get it on Xbox, let me know. Okay. Game of Thrones, A Song of Ice and Fire, John and Daenerys. It's like mixing, the, it's like an edit mix. Right. Or it's like, they'll talk about one line, but it's funny, even before they met, John and Daenerys had a lot of similar dialogue. Oh, yeah. About each other. Yes. And um, so it, it was like edited together to show that with like this nice ethereal song in the background. And I was like, I watched a video last night that Robert Baratheon predicted everything. I haven't seen that yet. I want to watch it. I just hadn't yet. Yeah. But I'm, I don't know. I, I seen that and I was like, that's really cool. I like the edit mix on occasion where it's like showing that they have similar dialogue about each other. Yeah. Even before they met. Yes. So, Which spoilers? Hey, in season seven, John and uh, Daenerys meet. Yeah, well, that's our that was happened last season. No, it didn't. Did it not? I no, it did. No, she was on her way. Ah, got it. Um, don't argue with me. I've watched all the seasons. <laughs> don't argue with and me. read the books. I haven't read the books yet. I bought the book on Audible this week. I had a credit, and I'm like, ah, like I like reading it. It. But I can only read it in the morning when I'm going to work. <laughs> before the sunrise. Yeah, before the sunrise. Like, you have to read it during the dark. You really do. Yeah. But I don't want to read it when I'm on my way home, because then I have, like, 12 hours by myself. Yeah, you have, yeah. I'm going to put, like, a red balloon in your car. Nice. <laughs> no, you don't! <laughs> Not, Not today, today, Satan! <laughs> yes. You just imagine you're on the freeway, and all of a sudden a red balloon drifts into your rearview mirror, and you're like, Oh, God, swerve. That would be amazing, but it's like, I could kill someone. <laughs> Can we do that? I will kill someone. Can we do that during the uh, screening of It? Which would be like in the middle. <laughs> Here's a balloon for you. And pass it down to the next person. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't think I'm comfortable with you. Just stand, just stand in one of the uh, bathrooms, just in the corner, holding a balloon. <laughs> God, do you want to get arrested? I don't. All right, just leave a balloon in the bathroom. <laughs> no, 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 just have the balloon on a motor arm <laughs> in one of the stalls. And it raises in one of the stalls. And it's like you're just in there, and you're like, 
Or like right in the mirror. Oh, there's not like a mirror, like a metal wall that you could see. Or washing your hands. It's just in the Who mirror. that? <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, you had Pokemon Sun and Moon, big preview, Misty and Brock return. Yes. More importantly, the animation style has changed. Well, yeah. How do you feel about that? I mean, the story is not essentially the same, but it's one of those like it. It. I, I like that it changed, but I was like. I had not seen Sun and Moon yet. Yeah, uh, he goes right. back to Kanto for a while. Nice. Yeah. What are you getting Bulbasaur back? Uh, I don't know if he's going to take him with him to Alola. But I think he's going to take a couple of his other types. I think, if anything, it's going to be ones that have Alolan forms, so that way they can kind of better show them off. So that way they can be like, hey, kids, remember, like, you think Doug Trio has, like, awesome, like, blonde locks? Fabio hair. Yeah, Fabio hair. That wasn't the original Doug Trio. Yeah. I'm interested. I love it. I'm probably going to catch up on it. Yeah. Um, is it on Crunchyroll, you think? Yeah, probably. But Br- Misty and Brock returning is amazing. I yes. like that. Takshin Kasumi. You're uh, welfare favored. Yep. So, yeah, I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah. Like, the Misty hasn't been on since um, the Toga Kiss episode. Yes. And Brock left... Right before Diamond, and, no, he was in Diamond and Pearl. He left. He left right before X and Y. Yep, I think so. I think that was right around that time. So he hasn't seen him in a while. Yeah, he went all through X and Y, and then, and then uh, Sunny Moon. I would like to see May and Max come back. Yes, and, absolutely. Yes, um, I, or no. even like um, Tracy. I'd like to see Gary. Yeah, we haven't seen Gary and in a while. Gary was never heard from. Well, Gary's kind of like a professor now. Yeah, he is, isn't he? Yeah, which kind of makes no sense because like Ash is still like ten, and Gary and him were like the same age because they got Pokemon the same day. So it's like, oh, uh, but... yeah, well, Gary also managed to get ten cheerleaders, Poke- ten Pokey badges. Yes, and cheerleaders and drive a car at ten. <laughs> yeah, like. What were you doing at eight when you got cheerleaders for being ten? Making Professor Oak a great grandpa. <laughs> gross. <laughs> okay, we have a couple headlines. Because it's Gary Oak. <laughs> we have a couple headlines. We're just reading the headlines. Yes. Well, the headlines we can, the highlights we can go through. Okay. And discuss in depth. But like the headlines, just me. Eh. I, I want to read the headlines, and then we'll go from there. I'll read both of them, and then we'll. Discuss. Okay. Okay, we got two of them. Violent games have no place at the Olympics, says IOC president. And Splatnet, the original Splatoon, is closing. Which one of those would you rather talk about? The Olympics. Okay. So, Splatfest is going away. Okay, so IOC president, who's in charge of the Olympics, said violent games have no place. Okay. So that means, like, we're getting FIFA games at the Olympics. We're getting... We're getting sports games at the Olympics. Um... It's a... I mean... Wait a minute, wait a minute. Violent? Let's... Let me expound upon this. Looks like someone else joined us. You're with... Okay. Let me expound on it. Let me read that phrase and then expound. Okay. Violent games have no place at the Olympics, says IOC president. Okay. 
We are totally fine with the javelin throw, though. Which is literally spear tossing. And boxing. Yep. And wrestling and judo. Because those are different in the... the Why are we getting video games at the end? I'm okay with it. I mean, I'm okay with it intrinsically, but like, why? Well, Japan. They're going to Japan. Japan's like, hey, esports... Esports are sports. People... I mean, I, I wholeheartedly believe this. People train for it. People spend their lives... People make money the training for it, just like an Olympian. And make it its own thing that we already do. But we already have tracks. Uh, we already have track competitions. We have football competitions and baseball competitions and wrestling competitions and judo competitions. So it's like we have competitions for everything, but the Olympics is where it's all held together but here's, for, the, for the world. Here's what I think they should do. Make the esports make just call it the esports festival. It lasts an entire week. Instead of like, you know how the Olympics, like almost forces countries that host it to build new arenas and all that. Mm-hmm. It would do better if this esports festival was in its entirely own entity. But here's the thing: instead of new facilities, yeah, you build facilities to house all your people, but it also helps bring. The countries that host it into better networking ages, if that makes sense. I, I get what you're saying, but I, I think I'm okay with it being in the Olympics. See, I'm absolutely 100% because they I, are they are they are not the traditional athletes, but they're athletes nonetheless. Right, and I agree with you 100% on that. I just don't think that, I don't think the I don't think the world is ready for it, but I'm ready. For and it. yes. Like and that's why I believe there should be like an esports festival mm-hmm. where I actually I disagree with that, and here's why. Why is that? Because then it will never be seen as anything more than just a game. But think about it. Like people think esports now, which are still huge. Right. There's championships and everything, and people make millions of dollars. But people who play football or who watch football go, that's not a support. But yeah, but have it thing. right next to the javelin throw and track. It's like this is a sport. The world is ready for esports. The number of people watch esports the same as football. They watch these games religiously. And that's why I think it would do well on its own, because then you could show, hey, Olympics. You know how because NBC owns your coverage, mm-hmm. it's kind of crappy coverage. Here's the middle finger. Here's our own. Here's our own way to broadcast. I, that. I get that, but the world needs to see it first, and I think they will. I, if things like, oh, hey, uh, we already there's some esports stuff on ESPN already. It's not covered though. It's yeah. not. It's it's like on ESPN like seven. No, I watched. I was watching something last Sunday. Okay. On actual ESPN, it was like um. Right, road to the road to the top or something like that. Nice. I, I just think that it needs more exposure, and having it in the Olympics could be the kickoff point to where it could become its own thing. Because right now, there's not a committee who's going, yes, this game, yes, this game. But See, if you curate, I would disagree because then you're going to get the views, and then there's going to be some. I don't want to say meathead, but there's going to be some exec who's like, oh yeah, that's because the Olympics that it draws that. It's not because it's gaming. It's because people turn on the channel and watch the Olympics and leave it on even if they're not watching it. Well, how many kids watch the Olympics? And this may be cliche. How many kids watch the Olympics and go, 
I want to do that. Yeah. Like, and I, I agree. Olympics is pushed. There, we have Olympics on at work all the time. When last year, was it last year? Yeah. When uh, it was in Rio and people were dying of dysentery. And Zika. <laughs> yeah, and Zika. People stopped in and watched sports that they normally don't. So if you have the eSports hour on ESPN. Oh, it would be, be a week-long well, festival. It's still, the ESPN would go during that. You have to fit it in somewhere. There's not a season for it. Yeah. You don't have baseball with football because you're tearing your audience. So there's no season for it to fit in within the regular sports cycle. Right. So if you have it in the Olympics, people at my work who are not gamers would stop in and watch it and go, that's pretty cool. And it's on the Olympics. The Olympics on a level like legitimizes it to them. But you need to, a couple things. You need the advertising of, hey, we're sending an American team to the Olympics that are keyboard warriors, so people need to pay attention. Yeah, and, and I so, think one, that's why I think if they had an independent festival, and th- they do, but an, an independent like week long, they do. It's called like BlizzCon, QuakeCon. Now, I'm talking independent of a developer company, and say this is the esports. We have Overwatch. We have League of Legends. We have this. It would we be have that. It would be difficult. Because then, then you'd have, have to get developers to agree within itself. You'd have to get a, you'd have to get Blizzard to agree with uh, Valve for Dota. You'd have to agree with, um, and that's the thing they they need. There needs to be a bit of harmony when it comes to the gaming. Yeah, game. you just said it, harmony. And here's the thing: you have you you do have people who are sponsored go to the Olympics, mm-hmm. and that's just a reality of nature that. Okay, we are able to send fifty people to this esports Olympics. Mm-hmm. Some of them will have to be backed by Blizzard because they play Overwatch and StarCraft. Yeah, and just say the de- the developers sponsor some of the players to get there. And you know, you have some big names that are into esports. You have Terry Crews. True. And I, so, if it was on its own, I, I get what you're saying, but I'm just like, let's go, let's go back to the original article. Violent games have no place in the Olympics. We were straying too far into shouldn't even be in the Olympics. Yeah. And I, we, we both have different opinions. I think it should be. You think it shouldn't. And that's fine. Do What do you think about violent video games? What are they trying to say can't be there? So I'm assuming no Doom, no, no Quake. Overwatch. Is Overwatch violent, though? And that's where you have that line of you're going... And this it, is why I make the argument that it shouldn't be in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. You're going to have someone who doesn't understand that League of Legends, yeah, you kill older player heroes, but I wouldn't call that violent. overly violent. Yeah. And so you're going to have some dude who knows his stuff about you can't you know, spear tackle in football, but knows squat about gaming. True, but isn't that... Isn't it the same? Like, I watch football and go, I don't know anything about football. I know, like, nothing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's the same, but I think the, I think what they're... It almost seems what the IOC president is doing. Right. Is basically saying, yes, you can have esports. You can't have anything violent. What does that leave? Sports You games. can have sports games. Which, so it's like, cool, so you agree that we can have esports, but you basically boiled it down to... You can just have digital football, digital baseball, digital hockey. So and you're removing, you're removing huge 
And that's where you're going to have like a weird part where you're going to have two dudes standing on the podium. One was actually on the soccer pitch, and one was not. And they're standing up and they're like, Oh, we both got a gold medal just because I'm better hitting A than you're running down the yeah, pitch. I, I, I get it. I'm just like, it seems like the IOC president is kind of like limiting it no. just so that it's only sports and, games. You know, in a strange part, I'm really glad we take both uh, different sides of the spectrum. So that way it's not just agreement all. Yeah. yeah. But I will still say, I really would like to see a week-long festival of gaming. That would be and neat. Esports. Well, and, I mean, they have Twitch Fest and everything. But that's a, that's a actual thing. Yeah, like, so it's a mean, fest. Twitch Fest <laughs> is all about Twitch. It's stream games on Twitch. And the games on Twitch. Right. But Twitch, you need... Twitch in and of itself. Nothing. Yeah. It's the games that are played on Twitch. But you need something that's a week long of, like, Dota, League of Legends. Which is all on Twitch. Yeah, but Twitch Fest is not... It's an on... If you are a gamer, you know what Twitch is. It needs to be on ESPN. So if they put Twitch Fest on ESPN, you'd be okay? No. Because it needs to be an ESPN event. Well, if you get ESPN involved, right, then you're you have people that are not. If yeah, okay. If you put it on ESPN, I'm fine with it. Right. But if you say if ESPN is hosting it, it's going to be being hosted by people that don't know what. I mean, it's like watching Wimbledon on ESPN. Well, ESPN no, no, no. Own Wimbledon. ESPN is about. They can do physical sports, but they, there there is a different dynamic with esports. The commentating style is way different. I will say this: you need to be able to sw- like with StarCraft, two player StarCraft. Then you I, need to be able to constantly switch back and forth, and not just. Then I ask this: why is poker on ESPN? It's not a physical sport. Oh, I, I agree. I'm okay with poker being on ESPN. Then we need to but have you, esports on ESPN too. But the question, the thought is, is like you. With that, with that, with poker, right? You can see everybody. They, they have it so they can see everyone's hand at the same time, right? With StarCraft, <clears throat> you can see unless you're an observer, right? You need to have both sides of the field being visible, and there's a lot of transitioning back and forth because when you're watching one person, you're not watching another person. Right. So you need people who have already practiced, who and have already what... perfected that art, and say, hey, Husky StarCraft, using that as an, a really good example when he was doing his uh, StarCraft stuff, of like, he knows how to talk about StarCraft. Yeah. And so I think hire him. good at knowing. They would either have to outsource it to Twitch, and it, then it's Twitch, basically a Twitch fast. Right. Or they would have to hire so many commentators just to do it justice. But if they don't, it's just going to feel like they're doing it a half job. And I think that's where ESPN has the mo- has the capital in order to get Terry Crews to commentate some things. But you, you still need them to get behind it. You yeah. still need them to go, yes, we are going to... Like, if, I, if they say, hey, here's a couple hours for sport, eSports. Right. That's them giving a couple hours. But to get them to actually invest in it, that means someone at the top has to understand what esports are. They need to look at how the monetary output of esports. And television as a whole is just 
horrible about using internet media. They Television executives are like, people aren't tuning into our shows live. And it's like, yeah, I'd really rather watch it on Hulu the day after. Right. You don't understand that like YouTube celebrities are just as big as television stars. And I sometimes think even bigger. If you separate the esports from the Olympics, it does set up that it lays the groundwork for being able to say, Welcome to the new era that YouTube celebrities like you seen the video yesterday that um the Game Grumps did the official Shovel Knight amiibo video. Yeah. But that's within their ecosystem. Right. But, but the do you see Walter Cronkite knowing who the Game Grumps are? But here's the thing. ESPN already has some eSports on it. They already have laid... Just because okay, they put ESPN on, uh, eSports on it... I was it watching the other day. It was very entertaining. Doesn't mean they know it. They're like, could this make money? Let's put it on for a couple hours see if it does. And it, it does. Then they, continue then to they need on. to embrace it. And, and I that's think what I'm having it in the Olympics helps... It, it, it helps expose it more. But you said something... Your office has the Olympics on 24-7 pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Is Even if nobody's actively watching it? Yes. Okay. It's on in the break room. Okay, so is there always people in the break room at all times? It's typically rotated in and out. Like, okay. You'll have people who go in there for break, or you, they'll be like, hey, you know, pole vaulting is in 10 minutes, and it's a two-minute event. Yeah. Okay, I want to watch that. Exactly. So, so I'll pop in. You know the events you want to watch, and you go in and watch it. Exactly. But... I know at work will have the Olympics on 24-7 pretty much. And even even if they don't intend to watch it, it's still on. It's not like you can go, I want to turn this off. Yeah, but then you're going to get an exec going, yeah, people were just watching esports just because it was in the Olympics. It, it was on our it's, back. It, it's it's still there. Like, you're the giant whose shoulders we you stood on. I, I get that. But think about it. Like, before a sport is seen as being big it's like when they introduce a new sport into the olympics everybody's like oh my gosh if they were to add poker in the olympics they people thought about be, it but it, what they did then people would be like i i guess i i guess i want to do that but it, then you're it, gonna it have, almost legitimizes you're it. almost gonna have a problem if they introduce it with japan mm -hmm. are they just gonna be oh that was just because of japan esports are big there and i don't think it's so. gonna be like oh we're gonna go to well so-and-so uh, country and uh, we're gonna have that that's uh, their flavor of sport i think that it would be, well, it's becoming it would be a worldwide thing you have japan korea the koreas america has a pretty good team yeah so it'd be like hey you mean that we can make more money and all we have to do is have computer setups or consoles we're in yeah it's it's a marketing opportunity i so. would just like to see its own individual entity i agree and that is you are on the opposite side of the spectrum as I am. Yes. And that's where we're going to leave that argument. Okay. So, some gaming news. Other than that, um, the long-awaited Hive Swap is finally receiving an official release date. When is that release date? That is September 14th this year. On Xbox? What is it? Um, it does not say. Well, let's, let's assume PC, though. Yeah, I'm absolutely assuming. Oh, or, um, September 14th marks the release of the first four Hive Swap acts. First four. With the rest of your release sometime in the future, the game will be available on PC, Mac, and Linux for $7.99 on the Steam and Humble stores. I will be getting it and play and probably streaming through it. Yes. Good. And we should say that is a Homestuck thing. Yeah, absolutely. And there's a launch trailer. Nice. Um, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Like, I was a fan of Homestuck when it first came out and then when it ended. Um, and the time between. And I'm excited for this game. Yeah. Like... It was one of those games where you kind of forget that it was coming, and everybody kind of just went, probably not 
coming out. Yeah. But they had some trouble, then they moved it into an in-house, and they, they finished it. Yeah. So I'm excited. Less than two weeks away. Twelve days. Nice. So, are you going to maybe play it, or are you just going to watch streaming? Uh, I'm going to watch the stream, because I really don't have a computer. That's right. That's right. Um, you said something earlier. Shovel Knight, King of Cards, confirmed for 2018. Um, they're releasing an Amiibo three-pack with yep. Spectre Knight and uh, Plague Knight. Knight and King Knight. And King Knight. So I'm excited for that expansion pack. I own it for my Switch, so. Yeah, me too. Um, so it's going to be... Uh, Sam, like the Fire M Firefly MMO? You what? I'm not, I'm not sure. Sam, you mentioned the Firefly MMO. I would really wish that... Oh! Games that are supposed to be coming out soon. Yeah, the Firefly MMO, oh. the Stargate MMO, the Battle uh, the Battlestar Galactica MMO, the Farscape MMO. Oh my god, Ziffy is really good at making MMOs and then never releasing them. <laughs> um, so the King of Cards, I'm excited for it because I am a huge Shovel Knight fan. Hey, yeah, I just thought about this. This could be an excuse to get the Firefly tabletop RPG and start that up. What do you think, Sam? <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm I got Farscape and Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> now all we need is a Eureka. Um, are you going to play King of Cards? I will. I've not beat any of the Shovel Knight's campaign, though. <gasps> I've beat the Shovel Knight campaign twice, Spectre Knight twice, and I believe Plague Knight twice. Yeah. I am a huge Shovel Knight fan. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, other games, MMOs... The Red Dead-like MMO Wild West Online enters closed alpha soon. Huh. Did you read that article I posted? Um, no. Basically, uh, you, you can get the Pioneer version of the game, which lets you get the full game once it's released, close, access to the closed beta when it goes live on September 15th, and access to the closed beta in the fall. Um, it's like the collector's edition and everything. But you can basically decide if you want to be like a lawman, a gunslinger... There's world exploration, resource gathering, and treasure hunting, along with a PvP aspect. So maybe you can go catch rogues, and if there's somebody sticks up a bank, it basically puts a bounty on them, and then you can go be a bounty hunter. As as far as MMOs sound, that sounds fun. Yeah, well, think about it. It's like GTA Online, but it's Red Dead in an MMO environment. I think that could hurt them when Red Dead finally comes out. I think it can only help them. Hope help them? Yeah, because are they planning on doing that big multiplayer environment for Red Dead? Yes, I think so. Because I hadn't heard any release information. they had that kind of multiplayer on the original. It wasn't open world like... Uh, it wasn't as big, I thought. Is I thought the entire was, game? I thought it was just... Was the entire game online? No. Or just like a multiplayer? The aspect. entire world. So what could you do in that world? hunt down people it's all it was a lot like gta online. okay um i think that if they have that it'll be good but i think this might be a little bit better um because it's developed to be an mmo i mean like, um, it's it's from the ground it's not trying to be anything else they're not doing a single player with it my only concern is mmos have classes and things like that and they give you skills like fall fast has lots of skills oh yeah Absolutely. What skills as gunslingers versus lawmen versus rogues could be so differential that it um, plays different? I think more like you, more like law elements. I mean, so, that, that there's that's true, but like, what skills well, versus that's well, actually, if you think about it, like money could almost be a skill. If you think about it, we're like this. If you're a lawman, maybe you get like a steady amount of money. 
for right. the constabulary that you're part of or whatever. Right. Your uh, group. But if you're a bandit, you have to have infrequent money, but you have to get money by robbing. Right. So, like, you get massive amounts of gold, but you don't get it recurring. I'd like to see this game being played, is what I'm saying. I, 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 there's a chance I might try to look into it. Right. Um, because here's the thing. Ultimately, whether you're Red Dead Redemption or you're uh, Wild West Online... There are not a lot of Wild West games. No. There are not a lot of Wild West movies. Magnificent Seven was one of the last ones that I can think of. True Grit. Uh, Magnificent Seven was the most recent. Yes. But True uh, Grit was a really good movie, too. Agreed. But they were getting fewer and fewer. Right. So I think having that option... My thing is, like... Having options within the game market is always a good thing. Yeah. Um... You know, someone may be playing Red Dead Redemption is like, oh, that other game looks cool, and it looks Wild West. I like the Wild West. What are they going to do with that? Boom. I just think this game could do better if it was announced like two, three years ago, when Red Dead 2 wasn't on the radar. I, I, think, be I, like, I think that actually could be work for them. Because it's like, it's like, people are like, I want to play something now. I want they, they itch for that. So it's like, or they could play this game and then go, I want to see what Red Dead does. So it almost increases the market value of Wild West games. So that's why I thought you could, if they did it like two years ago, people I, no one wanted. were already itching to play Red Dead. It's Especially before Red Dead was backwards compatible on Xbox. You don't, uh, on a weird level, you don't make a game that you're not sure that anybody wants. Because their market didn't have Wild West oh, games. No, there's, ever since like it end, Red Dead ended, well, people wanted a second one. Then why weren't more developers making them? That's, that's the trick. Because Call of Duty makes more money. Okay, fair game. But it's like, if no one... If, you, if you're making a game, and the market doesn't have at least a couple right. Wild West games, are you going to go, I'm making a Wild West game. The market has none of them. There's that, it's, that, it's that Twitch conundrum right. of, do you stream the game that's super popular, and there are 400 people streaming it, so maybe you might get one? Or do you play the game that's niche market that has one person streaming it, that's hoping right. for the niche market? It's like, there's that fine balance. If you're like us, you get nothing. Yeah, if you're like us, you just don't do it, you don't pull anything. Um, yeah, I'd you, say, that I personally think this game would have done better. It would sound even cooler if it was a couple years ago. Also, I mean, you, you admitted you didn't read the article, so I'm going to have to call you out and say, you don't really know about the game, though, either. So. But, I don't know. <laughs> Having a Wild West game so close to a Wild West game, it seems like it could... Like, I played the original Red Dead. I'm squinting at you because having an RPG game right next to an RPG game, water is the but world's like coming to. Wild West games don't come out very often. Exactly. That's like having... It's, it's giving people choice. I think the choice would have been better two years ago what? when people... I was wanting a Red Dead. Because, remember, Red Dead came out like... Six years ago. Uh, true. So if they split the difference and said, here's Red Dead as an MMO, because Red Dead had not been announced. It only was announced like eight months ago. May well, it, maybe it's an interesting conundrum with an MMO. Right. I feel like we're disagreeing a lot on this episode, but it's fine. Because it provides uh, contact. 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 An MMO's life is typically decided within its first year. 
if your year so. one stats are not amazing, you're gonna have a rougher time. Look at look at Final uh, Fantasy fourteen. Which was, original release sucked. And then they were like, but there was a core fan, they redone it. They're yeah. like, Okay guys, it wasn't that there wasn't enough players, it just wasn't good. But you're looking at a massive group like Square Enix. Look at um what is the other one I'm thinking about? Elder Scrolls Online. Right. When it first came out, very few people liked it. But it came about years later. Problem? N- now it is coming back. I'm I'm seeing a problem. It's still Bethesda and it's still Elder Scrolls. But so right, but there's that there's that first year of if you don't make your money in the first year as an indie developer, it's gonna be a struggle because you have to pay to keep the servers on. Yeah. So, with this game, it's coming if it comes out right before Red Dead, you get everybody who's like, I want to play a Wild West game to get ready for what Red Dead right now, and boom, I'll pay money to pay it to play it. I'll pay sixty bucks to buy the game. All right. And so you make your money right then, and then hopefully you get some people that stick around. Let me throw a hypothetical situation to you. Okay. Okay. Three, four months ago. Okay. Or let's say a year ago. Okay. After Destiny 2 was announced, someone created an almost Destiny clone and said, oh, you can play online. It's going to cost you 60 bucks, but it's a clone of Destiny without the name Destiny. Would you buy it knowing Destiny is coming out? And knowing that... I think you're probably... I think maybe... um, I think maybe it would work better if you said Halo and then a Halo MMO. Because Destiny is an MMO already. But I'm saying, like, it's still a game and it's clone of the game coming out as a solid MMO. Using the example of Halo? Yes, absolutely. So, like, an MMO... Remember Tribes? Very vaguely. Yes, because it was a clone of, almost like a clone of Halo, before we were able to get Halo because it was on Xbox and PC. That was a uh, team battler game, like a deathmatch. Yes, it wasn't like, an MMO. Right, but here's the thing. I, I think the fact that it's inherently an MMO, it makes it better. Yeah. Um, because you're able to build that community. Whereas with the deathmatch game, it's like, well, I'm constantly opposing someone. Whereas well, there's, an still, M- there's still groups. I, I get it, but I'm just like, I, I'm okay with this. Like, I'm actually really excited about this. I'm excited about Red Dead, but on the same level of, I'm also kind of on the fence about it, because I didn't play the original Red yeah, Dead. See, and I'm the only one who played Red Dead. Right. So I, I, I'm okay with it, but to say maybe it would be better, well, it hasn't come... To say that, I feel like it's disingenuous. Right. Because it hasn't come out yet. Right. So you don't know if it's going to do bad yet. Oh, fair enough. To say it would do better if it's then. Well, you. That's like saying, like, getting. You have dinner and then you get an appetizer. And you're like, well, this appetizer would have been a better a couple hours ago. And it's like, yeah, because I was hungry then. <laughs> it's like, but I mean, there's no context for this appetizer then. Yeah. It's, it, like I said, I think market wise, more options is actually ends up being better for the. Uh, for the whole genre, because if this game, Wild West Online, had come out years ago, people played it and they hated it, it could have possibly tainted the opinion of Wild West games, and so Red Dead wouldn't be able to come out. That's Red Dead, through right. Rockstar. Right, but <clears throat> you would have people driving away from it, and Red, they'd be like, well, I mean, 
this is our IP and people loved it, but that was a Wild West game and people hated the genre. Right. They hated the idea of the game. Right. So why would we want to... We could just make more GTA items and make more money. Because Red Dead through Rockstar. I agree. But... All right, let's move on. <laughs> um, You're wrong too much this episode. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um... Well, I had an article about Brock and Misty returning, but we already talked about that, didn't we? We did. Um, Mattel Station ends anime block after four decades. Huh. You say that, but um, it was the one the first programs ran, ran the block from 1977s was uh, Zambot, and then the original Mobile Suit Gundam was the block's third title. Okay, I was like... Go on. And although the show had a low ratings, the tie-in plastic models and theatrical releases was a success. The network would continue to air robot and toy and game-based shows, including the Brave series, B. Domin, Dinosaur King, and Battle Spirits. Okay. Um, and they've been doing Common Rider X Aid. And, okay, start with that. And Common like Rider Build. Um, <laughs> the, one of the weirdest reasons why. Asahi Shimbun cited lower birth rates as a reason for the decreasing ra decreased ratings that led to the block's cancellation. I'm okay. sorry, you are not having enough babies for us to continue to air this television series block. Nice. Okay, but I want to actually talk about something that it's it's related, but it's more like this provides counterbalance. Okay. Mattel Station ends anime block after four decades. <laughs> We can't keep Toonami for 10 years. Yeah. Because didn't Toonami close down again? No, it's still up, I think. I don't. I feel like it's just not as popular. It's got a few popular things, but... That's because during the closure, we had things like Crunchyroll. Do you think that's part of the reason? Yeah. Okay. Right. Plus, I mean, the dawn of internet streaming, people cancel their cable. True. And they don't watch Toonami. So it's like, Toonami leaves, and then Toonami comes back, and I'm like, yes, Toonami's coming back. Have you watched any of it? Not a minute. Because I don't have cable. Yeah. Um, but I was like, four decades old. Yeah. That is a long time for a, like an anime, for, a, for an anime block. Right. Think about that. For an anime block. Yeah, I agree. Siffy <laughs> sci-fi back then had Anna Monday. I think that lasted for a year. Oh, yeah, about that. You don't see that on the sci-fi channel anymore. Yep, Sam agrees. Crunchyroll killed it. <laughs> uh, what was that song? Radio killed... Uh, television killed the radio star. Yep. Um, so, <laughs> in America, we couldn't keep Anna Monday. One day. Several hours. And this was in the 2000s. Yeah. They started playing anime in the 70s. I mean, I think the thing is, like... And uh, granted, it's in, it was in Japan, so it's the birthplace of traditional anime. But it's like, you had anime in the 70s. A lot of people, like, they'll say, oh, those were cartoons. Gundam was a cartoon. It wasn't until, I feel like relatively recently... The people was like, oh yeah, that's an anime. Robotech, it was an anime. Voltron, it, it was an anime. It used to be called a Japanimation. No, it did not. 
Japan anime. <laughs> no, it did not. What did, what did they used to be called? I think it just was like a cartoon. Uh, no, I thought it was... I think it was... I think we used to call it Japanimation. It was an animation that came from Japan. Yeah, true. So and it's like it became anime. So it's like, but people don't... People go, well, anime only recently came around. No, but... Hang on. Quick, well, Derek sneezed. I was right about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was wrong. Oh, I don't think any of us were right. I think uh, it would provide interesting counterbalance conversation. Um, even still, though, like, people... Only anime fans see how far back anime started. Yeah, and only gamers will watch the gaming Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> well, until, uh, but otherwise, people go... People associate when anime started... As to when they get they when the, they the, notice the it. earliest anime they've watched yeah so you know someone like my wife watches something and she goes oh anime started with Naruto then I show her Robotech and she goes oh I mean this is not true my this is not my wife's words but I'm using that as an example my wife does not watch as much anime nearly as much as anime as I do right but then if I show her Robotech and go yeah this is an anime then that changes, well, anime must have started when Robotech started. Yeah. Because unless you are an anime fan, you're not going to look at it and go, when did anime really start? Yeah. So, I don't know, four decades is a long time for a television, for a television network, network to go, this is our anime block. Agreed. Right there. Um... I don't know. I found it interesting. And uh, counter uh, counterpart, uh, you said Crunchyroll, and Sam agreed. Crunchyroll killed the uh, television star, but how about the fan that is planning to dub anime into foreign languages now? Good for them. That doesn't sound like it's big, but now they're talking about doing Spanish, Brazilian, Portuguese, German, and French dubs in the future. Good. The world... I'm, I'm excited for it. Yes. I, that's... The point of the two headlines... Or to give us two things to talk about, and the rest will be supposed to be like bullet points. You do know that, right? <laughs> you do. You do know that, right? I did not not quite realize that, but that's okay. Yeah. Um. I I'm interested in this. Yes. So I think we can leave it there. Of uh, several languages, there. I think they're opening it up. To the, world. the the world does not revolve around English. Well, it's right now. Up until then, it's been like, hey, you have maybe Spanish, maybe. You've got English and Japanese. If you don't like those languages, tough. Yeah. So, <laughs> to, to wrap that up, if you don't like those languages, tough. tough. But Crunchyroll is like, no more. Okay. Netflix, Hulu, Amazon pick of the week. You had nurses who kill? Yes. Okay, explain. They, they are nurses who kill. Thanks, John Madden. Um, Next up on our ESPN block. <laughs> it's a Netflix show about nurses who have killed people and almost got away with it. Okay, so it is like a murder thing. Yeah, it's like an investigation okay. drama. Okay. I was like, are you talking about like nurses who partake in the uh, criminalized and controversial act of euthanasia? Or no. are you talking about they take some scissors and... No, talking about like giving people insulin and causing their blood sugar to drop out and so like their body just stops functioning or potassium or air embolisms and it's great. Scary, right? <laughs> Especially because I work around nurses. Yeah, it's like you could probably kill. <laughs> you can kill. I've seen you mildly irritated. I don't want to see you mad, right? Um, 
I had Stan against evil. Right. Have you seen? Oh, you watched one episode of that show. Yes. It is so delightfully like low budget, but at the same time, it's like they—it's almost like they nod and go, "We have the budget. We just choose not to use it all the time." Yeah. We totally got a guy in a rubber suit to play this monster. Nice. It's perfectly okay. Yeah. But it's like all the characters are funny. There's right. not a pointless character. Like Stan is the begrudging dad. The new sheriff is like the one who's like, I can't believe you're not worried that someone's trying to murder you. And then there's the daughter who's like the, like the Dun. I want to say like she's the Ron Weasley of the group, kind of like the dundering idiot. Right. But at the same time, it's also like, that's she's kind of a cool character. Yeah. It's, I don't know, it's a really good show. Uh, I, I watched it a couple of weeks ago now. Right. And uh, started watching it on Hulu. It's really good. Nice. Game releases. Besides Destiny 2. Right. There was Eglia, Legend of the Red Cap, iPhone, Android, uh, released a couple days ago. Um, I don't always, like, have... Android games on there. Have you played this one? I have not yet. Um, but like you have to find things in eggs, like you hatch worlds. Nice. So I was like, that looks really cool. And besides Destiny 2, there was I mean there was like Life is Strange. Yeah. Nobody wants that. <laughs> no one. I know uh next one planet. Yeah. But I was like, I want something different because like Destiny 2, I mean you can't really compete against Destiny 2. No. I don't think it would be smart. I don't think it would be a good market choice. No. To offer more choices beyond Destiny 2. <laughs> yeah. Jab, jab, jab. Um, all right. Let's move into uh, web, uh, social stuff. Uh, if you want to look us up, you can talk. Or you can find us at our website, gamingandchillpodcast.com. Yep. At Twitter, at at gaming underscore in underscore chill note about the winner this week until um destiny 2 comes out i have a poll running we want to know what class you're playing yes i am playing titan i voted as such yes um i see a couple other votes on there as well nice um instagram gaming and chill podcast gonna be doing some destiny stuff huh yep and then Facebook is facebook.com slash gaming and chill podcast. And our Reddit is reddit.com slash r slash gaming and chill. Um, if you have any questions, you can use the hashtag at gaming and chill podcast, or you can drop it by in the Facebook live stream. And uh, we have shirts on sale actually now. We, nice. Well, we have for a little while. And um, we're going to be putting some new merch up there soon-ish, maybe in a couple months. But yeah. it's cafepress.com slash gaming and chill. You can buy uh, some pretty cool shirts that are just, we, we both designed. Yes. Um, so I think it's going to move us into the post-show. Anything before we end the main show? No, not really. Uh, as much as we argue on occasion, we still love each other. Yeah, it's, it's really good that we kind of have two different points. On it's this. not like, yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. Exactly. This is a boring podcast. Everybody's favorite moment in the Rooster Teeth podcast is when Bernie yells at Gavin and gets angry about it. Exactly. About the traffic. Yes. So, okay, <laughs> let's move into the post show. <laughs>